The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including Gate Global Impact, Seed Equity Ventures, and Patch of Land. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. I'm a Forbes contributor covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing. And today's guest is really an extraordinary individual. Uh, our, our guest is former Prime Minister Laurent uh, Lamont. Uh, he is the former Prime Minister of Haiti. Uh, Prime Minister, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Devin. It's a pleasure to be on your show today. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. You, you served as Prime Minister of Haiti for the longest term of anyone in my lifetime, as I understand it. That's correct. I served for 31 hardworking months, uh, you know, having many sleepless nights. Yes, I, I imagine. I was just going to say your, your, your mantra must have been, you know, in those years shortly after the earthquake must have been, we'll rest when we're dead because uh, there was so much work to be done at that time. It was incredible. It was extraordinary work, but worth every minute of it. I, I visited Haiti last November, and it was really, uh, uh, really a life-changing experience for me. It, it was—it's a wonderful country. It was uh, tragic to see the signs that remain of the earthquake. It was exciting to see the progress that we could see in so many areas, but uh, Haiti really is a special and, and unique place in the hemisphere, isn't it? Haiti is a very special place with a very special past, a very special history, very special people, very proud people, the people of Haiti, um, you know, and, and definitely it's a place that uh, is, uh, is unique in the world. Now, I think of you as a social entrepreneur. You, you created uh, the uh, LSL uh, Worldwide Initiative, and tell us a little bit about that. Well, when I resigned, uh, when President Martelli asked me to, uh, to, to, to resign last year, I felt that uh, Haiti was in the, in the midst of, of great progress. Haiti was really going forward. Um, and when I stepped out of the, the position, you know, I, deep down inside, I felt that I have, you know, something to share with the world and something to give back to Haiti. And, uh, and I wanted to do it through a channel where I could reach you know, developing countries and, and see what we did in Haiti, where we, were, we had a lot of international support, but very little of our own resources. So uh, I created LSL uh, World Initiative in order to um, contribute what was learned to other developing countries. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's been, it's, been a great, it's, it's been a great initiative. I mean, I've traveled, I've traveled the world um, from uh, Serbia to Rwanda to uh, Suriname to El Salvador, uh, you know, going to Spain, Austria, and, and, and just talking about, you know, self-reliance model, a model that's, uh, that's uh, you know, yes, you know, countries, developing countries need uh, foreign development assistance, but cannot depend on it eternally. You have to be able to be self-reliant fly from your own wings, develop your own permanent financing structures and uh, you know, through innovative financing. And this is what we're talking about. We're talking about transaction-based 
um, innovative financing for the development of countries. You know, countries, you know, developing countries are faced with budget deficits. They're faced with lack of uh, their own resources. They're faced with lack of understanding from, uh, from the donor community. So it's important for them to have their own sources, their own means of revenue to be able to have the greater impact on, on the specific development sector, whether it's education, health, um, infrastructure, you name it. But it's, it gives them a way to be able to, uh, to finance their, their, their way forward. Now, uh, you also recently created a foundation in honor of your father, uh, Dr. Louis Lamont. Tell us a little bit about the work of the foundation. Well, the foundation uh, was a continuation of, uh, of the work that my father did and, and that I did as prime minister of Haiti. And, and it's a way to continue to consistently give back to the community, to the ordinary citizens, to the farmers, to the, 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 the pregnant women that need help. But do it in a micro way because, you know, you know the foundation will not be able to do it in you know, cross-country. So we focused in a in a village called Nampayol. It's an eighteen thousand uh, resident village, um, small, very small, in the middle of the mountain. Uh, it's it's a two and a two and a half hour walk even to get there. There there was no access um, to the village, so you know pregnant women were were uh, losing their lives because they could not get to hospitals. You know they I mean many children, newborn, you know were lost because they couldn't they, they couldn't have access to care. Um, the, the production of the area was significantly hampered. So I decided to focus on that and do what's called the smart village concept um, to, to do it around renewable energy that would hit every single aspect of the development of the village, you know, just like, the, you know, to have a smart village and to show what the smart village, you know, uh, as, a, as a microcosm of what can be in the rest of the country and why not the rest of the developing world. So it's a, it's a small concept, but that has, you know, big uh, um, repercussions and certainly huge uh, dividends that can be paid for the rest of the developing world. This is the vision and this is, you know, how uh, I would like to take it. Fascinating work. I, I, I would love to talk more about that, but our, our, my Twitter followers have been uh, pinging me with questions. And I want to get to some of those because I think they're good questions. Uh, 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 a follower by the name of Nutu Konetke uh, asked uh, if you could quantify the level of agricultural outputs necessary to help Haiti's GDP. Well, we need to be, the, the first thing is that Haiti needs to work at being uh, self-reliant and self-sufficient in terms of food security. So uh, in the agricultural field, Haiti used to be self-sufficient in the rice production. Now Haiti imports, uh, I would say, 75% of its rice consumption. So we need to invest. And when we look at that area, the agricultural area, there is three specific segments that have to be uh, taken into account. One is the, the financing for the farmers. They have no access to capital today, so you have a subsistence type of, of agriculture. Um, two is the irrigation, the land irrigation. That's a that's a big that's a big problem. And three is certainly the the, the fertilizers that, um, needed in order for the agriculture to uh, to increase. We currently consume 
400,000 uh, tons of, of rice uh, per year, whereas we only produce less than 70,000. And out of the 70,000, 10,000 are, are, are wasted. So really, this is where the main focus has to be, and, and that has to drive um, the GDP. And Haiti could be an exporter of rice because the quality of rice that we have is excellent. It's a gourmet type of rice that could be sold in Whole Foods, in many of the... Um, you know, the organic type of, of stores throughout the United States and the rest of the world. So definitely the rice sector is one where, um, you know, that could help, you know, positively impact our GDP. Um, the, the same fellow asked uh, if you would consider another run at uh, the prime minister's job. Now, the, the, I guess the, uh, the, another prime minister just left. Uh, there may be an election coming up soon. This may be very relevant. Yes, um, but, you know, as, as I see, you know, I get asked that questions, you know, <laughs> 20 times per day, and uh, whether I'm going to continue. You know, I, w- I was very privileged uh, to have served AD and to have uh, contributed to the progress. I believe that there was great progress done under an impossible situation. Um, I'm not looking forward to going back, uh, you know, as prime minister. There is an election that, uh, is, uh, that happened. Uh, I, I tried to to run. Unfortunately, there was a lot of political forces, uh, mostly the establishment forces, that that kept me out of the out of the race. And we see the state that the country is at right now. But the process is already started. Um, and uh, you know, so right now I'm focusing on, on on the foundation work. And again, you don't have to be a prime minister or a president to help your country to help you know, the ordinary citizens and the people that need help the most. And that's what I'm continuing to do. So he asked again, same fellow, one last question from him. He asked, uh, what advice would you give to the current parliament? Well, is to fast track the resolution and of, of the country right now. The country doesn't have a president right now. The president Martelli's term expired on February 7th, and he signed a political agreement with the parliament. So is to is to consult all the different political forces within the country and come up with the best possible solution that will create a consensus agreement around the governance and to have a president as soon as possible. But the most important thing is is uh, the organization of the election as soon as possible. Haiti, you know, we're in 2016. We are a democracy. We made great progress, and we cannot allow that progress to be rolled back because the President Martelli did not complete the electoral process. So it's very important for the parliament to organize and finish the electoral process as soon as possible so Haiti can have a president as, uh, as, as early as possible. Now, uh, Francois Jean Enard uh, sent a question. His question was, how will you assist the youth of Haiti to develop in social entrepreneurship? Well, one is to bring awareness to, to the social entrepreneurship concept because it's not, it's not a well-developed concept in Haiti. So, so this is why you can do it via social media, via uh, um, seminars, workshops, talking about it, and the importance of social entrepreneurship for the development of a, of a society, whether it's in Haiti or in the developing world or in the emerging world. And this, and this is key to, uh, to progress and to and to sustainability 
into that progress. So, so I believe that this is where it should go first, is the awareness raising, and, um, and get people engaged. Get people engaged and continue uh, along that path. Uh, another Twitter follower, Fred Gina, asked, how can you help with housing and agricultural issues in Haiti in a business level? Well, one is to create the business climate. I believe that, uh, you know, we, we work very hard to bring, you know, a better business climate in Haiti and to bring private sector investment and capital, access to capital locally. Um, with that, you know, you can incentivate private sector uh, investors to go and invest in, and, and that's very common right now in Latin America and the Caribbean, where you have... Uh, investors that invest in social housing, but then you need to have government guarantees and the government support in order to do so. So we have a current law that's very attractive in Haiti right now uh, for, for investment where you have long periods of tax-free uh, tax holidays. You have uh, a lot of incentives. There is a law that we passed of uh, co of the condominium law. Believe it or not, Haiti never had a condominium law. So, so a country that has this 400,000 housing deficit we did not have even that basic law. So now we have it, it's possible. So, you, so, so there can be investment in that area. And of course, continue to work with the, with the local banks, with international banks to provide access to the capital for investors that want to invest in the, in social, in, in, I mean, whether it's social housing, condominium housing, or, or what have you. It's uh, the access to capital is critical. Absolutely. Great, great observation. I want to ask you a couple of personal questions before I let you go. I know your time is short and valuable, but you are a role model to millions of people in Haiti and elsewhere around the world. Who do you look up to for inspiration? Who's your role model? That's a very interesting question, and that's the first time I've been asked that question, actually. Um, I lived three years in South Africa. And uh, those three years had a great impact on me as a person um, and how I view the world. So the person that I look up to is definitely Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela is a, is a great human being. You know, he gave up his life, I would say, for the sake of humanity, um, for fighting for social justice um, and, and doing it in a humane way that actually in an inclusive way not in a divisive way. So I, I look up to him for being a humble person and, and, and an impactful person and somebody that gave it his all for the ordinary South Africans. And, uh, and you know, he should be commended by the, the, the future generations, uh, you know, throughout the world for his contribution to the, to the social justice progress in this world. Prime Minister, I, that's a great re response. I, he, he truly is one of those great heroes that you and I have had the opportunity to, to have our lives overlap with his. So many of the great names we know in history, we only know from history. You and I had, had the opportunity to be more or less contemporaries of, of Nelson Mandela. Uh, what about... Um, I want to ask you about why you care so deeply about fixing things in Haiti. And I, I realize there are great problems, and I realize that it makes sense to solve those problems. 
but I'm wondering what your, why you are so personally motivated, why you feel the personal responsibility to play a role in solving Haiti's problems. Because I love my country and I, I love Haitians and I feel that it's my duty, it's my responsibility to give back to Haiti. Um, you know, I was, I, I was a very successful you know, business person. Uh, I went back to serve. I gave it my all. And I feel that it's, you know, that there, there needs, that there is much more to be done. Um, and this is why out of, you know, love and simple love for the country. Now that make, makes perfect sense. And I appreciate you sharing that uh, personal feeling. Before you go, I, I love to ask all of our guests for what I call an impact hack, some tip that would help us to do more good in the world. Uh, what would you suggest? Well, it's definitely the desire to help others and see others get better next to you. Is to have a selfless, selfless approach to, to helping and doing good and, and measuring also what you're doing. So having the impact is one is the desire, of course, to see others get better, but also you have to be able to, to measure the progress and measure the success. And this is, this is what's that, that we, what we don't do enough of. And, and too much, you know, too much times to certainly, uh, too frequent occasions, is it done for maybe a tax write-off or something like that, but it has to be done in a more holistic way. The impact has to be done, you know, from, from zero to, to, to completion and, and caring and having the determination, the heart into um, doing good and, 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 and having, because that's when you're going to have the true impact is when you want to, you see it through and the people that you're helping, you deeply care about them. Fantastic. Great response. Prime Minister, I thank you very much for taking the time to be with us today. I know that there are countless people who'd like to find ways to connect with you. What's the best way for people to connect with you? Is it Twitter, Facebook? What's the best way for people to reach out? Well, I have a, a Twitter that's at, at Laurent Lamont. And uh, the Facebook, of course, is Laurent Lamont. And, you know, my personal... My personal uh, email is ll at laurentlamotte.com. So ll at laurentlamotte.com. Anybody can reach me there, and I do my best to, uh, you know, to answer back because I think that it's with the community, it's, it's, it's with the, the input from all that we get to be a better person in the most humble way and to serve and have the greatest uh, impact. Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today and really wish you every success in, in resurrecting uh, Haiti's glory days and, and wish you just, uh, you know, success in that effort. Thank you very much. And to, to everybody that's watching out there, I want to tell all the Haitians not to lose faith and to continue fighting for the country to get better. Fantastic. Let's do some good. At the intersection of financial services and social media, Gate Global Impact 
GGI uses new market infrastructure to facilitate investments in organizations that deliver a societal, environmental, and or a cause-related benefit in addition to a financial return. Seed Equity Ventures is a registered broker-dealer with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and a member of both FINRA and SIPC, providing investment banking services to startups globally. Seed Equity's mission is to find the best and brightest entrepreneurs and connect them with global investors. Patch of Land is the leader in real estate crowdfunding with a mission to provide real estate entrepreneurs with easy access to capital from thousands of investors who want to invest in the revitalization of American neighborhoods. Patch of Land is building wealth and growing communities. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.